Thank you for downloading this sponsored podcast presented by PR Week. For more podcasts, visit us online at prweek.com. Hi, everyone. This is Gideon Fiddles. I manage to get her at PR Week. It is my pleasure to welcome you to this very special session, Reshaping the Future. It is sponsored by GNS Business Communications and, of course, much gratitude to them for doing so. Earlier this year, GNS unveiled its Reshaping the Future report. It is a great compilation of data and insights about the factors that are driving businesses and brands forward. Coupled with unique perspective, its goal is to help communicators and their brands build a better future, even in this rolling reality. That's their term, not mine, but I like it, so I stole it. (laughs) Our session today is the second of five we are doing throughout this year. They all focus on reshaping the future, but each one will concentrate on a specific sector and will feature a top comms leader from a prominent brand in that space, along with a leader from GNS with particular expertise in that space. Our first session focused on financial services. The sectors we will focus on in future sessions include health, home and building, and advanced manufacturing. Today, we're talking about agribusiness. We'll talk about the growing opportunities for exposure for brands in that space. Farmers, unsung heroes, and a chance to tell their stories technology, and trust and purpose. Of course, the key to any great conversation is a great leader with whom to have that dialogue. Well, I'm very fortunate, as we all are, that I have two such professionals joining me today. It is my pleasure to introduce them now, Wendell Calhoun, Marketing Operations Manager at Syngenta, and Karen Caratelli, Principal and MD at GNS. Wendell and Karen, thank you both so much for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. And um, pardon the bad pun, but I'm really hungry to hear about this. I know that was terrible. I'm sorry. (laughs) But I really have been looking forward to this conversation, so let's get right to it. While food has always been an important matter for consumers, the pandemic has increased interest in it like never before. This could definitely be seen as an opportunity for brands such as Syngenta, crucial players in the food space, but ones without the broader consumer profile of better known brands to tell their story and shape narratives. How is Syngenta and similar brands boosting its comms efforts to seek to speak to an audience that might be more receptive to hearing about it than ever before? Wendell, I'd like to start with you. I oh, appreciate it, Gideon. Um, as you mentioned, you opened up with the pandemic. And one of the things I think we can all attest to is that the pandemic has given us the opportunity to reflect as well as ask questions and reflect on society at large, but also think about things from a political perspective, an environmental perspective, an educational perspective, but also there's been a lot of reflection on agriculture. I think we can all attest to the fact that during the early part of the pandemic, when we went to the stores, we might not have seen certain items in the grocery stores as we would have liked. And so it made people start to think, okay, where does food come from? How does it get from the farm specifically to my table? So that's given us the opportunity within Syngenta to engage in those discussions, to engage in those dialogues, to help educate and equip. And specifically, it's given us a chance to talk about the science behind agriculture as well as the safety. But also what I've most enjoyed is the opportunity for us to share and talk about the people of agriculture, and that's the growers, the farmers, and what they actually do and how they are the backbone of our society. It's also getting given us the opportunity to talk about the problems that we have in agriculture in terms of the shrinkage of land, but also the growth of the population. And also it's given us the opportunity to talk about solutions and what we're doing not only as a company, but what we're doing as an industry. So we try to use a variety of mediums to engage our audiences, ranging from social media to print to online, to radio and television, to get the stories out about agriculture and help people understand its importance and its impact. 
And by doing so, we've been able to have some great conversations and not one way. We've had customers and audiences ask us questions and we've been having the opportunity to really just have some, some deep needed conversations, which we're grateful for that opportunity. Well, I really do appreciate that. And I'm glad to see that your, your company and your sector is actually getting some spotlight because yes, without your company and companies like yours and the farmers, none of us eat. And I know no one would be, no one would be happy with that. Uh, Karen, obviously I know you have some perspectives as well. Yeah. As, as Wendell talked about, it's really having that dialogue with the consumer and, and with those in the industry instead of just speaking to. And one of the things that with the pandemic that has provided us is a runway to really talk about the science in agriculture. You know, we, we talk a lot about the vaccines and how you need to trust the science. Well, agriculture is extremely scientific and there is a lot of incorrect myths out there around the science in agriculture. So this is a time for us to approach that and, and to talk about it. And companies like Syngenta and even farmers are doing that, as, as Wendell mentioned, through social media and different avenues. And you can go on to Twitter, YouTube, any of those kinds of platforms and find videos from farmers who are giving you a glimpse into their day, a day in the life of a farmer. And they're talking to you about the challenges they, they face as well. We have to just be sure that when we communicate, we're not just communicating in a silo to those in the ag industry but are talking in a manner that really makes that science easy to understand to the end consumer as well. Excellent. Um, and, you know, actually you both touched on farmers and technology a little bit, which actually are going to be the next two topics that we talk about. And I am really excited about that because farmers are true heroes to so many Americans for the role in the food we all eat, but they have long been unrecognized for that, or I should say under-recognized for that. But proprietary GNS research shows that the pandemic has changed perceptions and appreciation for our farmers. In an age of storytelling, this seems a great opportunity to tell some terrific stories about these American heroes to new audiences in, a new, in new ways on a variety of different platforms. So how are brands in the agribusiness space taking advantage of this opportunity? And Karen, I think I'm going to start with you on that one. Great. And, and, and one of the things I want to go back to is something you actually mentioned earlier, Gideon. You know, farmers actually fill a biological need that we have, which is food. And, you know, without them, we don't get to go home and enjoy that burger to, to have that salad. Um, and the research that GNS did immediately following the start of the pandemic looked at 69% of Americans were thought that the farmer's role in society was much more critical than they did in 2019. It was, um, that has come down with the research that we conducted earlier this year to 49% but it's still much higher than it was pre-pandemic. To me, that is fascinating because according to the last census, only 2% of Americans have any tie to agriculture. So 98% of us are relying on somebody else to fill that basic biological need. And I, I think what it speaks to is we don't think about it. You know, we go to a grocery store and all of the shelves tend to be stocked with food. That's a luxury we have in this country. But when you really look at it and take a step back, you see just how vital the farmer is in our everyday life. And to me, they are heroes. They don't think of themselves that way, but they are. And companies such as Syngenta really are using their platforms to talk about the role the farmer plays in our everyday life. Wow. I'm inspired and I probably feel a little guilty now, but... Uh... <laughs> 
I appreciate conversations like this because maybe I'll, maybe I'll start thinking about them a little bit more and I should. Wendell, I'm sorry. I, I, I'd like to hear what you have to say as well. No, appreciate it, Gideon. And, and as Karen mentioned, farmers are the backbone of our society. They are extremely hardworking. And oftentimes when we think about farming and agriculture, we think about it from the vein of food, which is extremely important because they contribute to that. But they also contribute to the fuel industry. They also contribute to the clothing industry. And so it's a variety of areas that they impact our lives day to day. And it's so important that individuals and society at large understand the vital role that farmers play. And I appreciate the opportunity we've had to be somewhat of a conduit to share those stories, to share those opportunities, to share that dialogue and engagement. You know, within Syngenta, we've had several different communication campaigns that we've had the opportunity to do so, one of which is called Rooted in Agriculture, where we've given individuals in the ag community the opportunity to toot the horn, per se, of individuals who have mentored them, who have helped shape their role and, and thought process of agriculture, and have helped sped along their, their professional career. So we've had that opportunity to shine a spotlight on individuals who have really made an impact in that area. We've also worked in campaigns such as Farm Her, which, were, which in this particular one, where we've actually shined a spotlight on females in agriculture. Because again, oftentimes when we think of ag, sometimes we may think of very siloed of male, but there's women who do a phenomenal job of getting uh, agriculture in terms of food to the table and, and clothing and fuel and fiber. And so we try to share that spotlight on them. And also we talked about um, youth in agriculture in terms of scholarships and FFA. So we appreciate the opportunity just to share not only the vital role that farmers play in terms of ag, but how they're just shaping various aspects of our community and our world. You know, I really appreciate that entire answer, but the fact that you mentioned women, that's terrific because how many conversations we have within the communications industry about glass ceilings in various parts of it. And um, I know a lot of people don't think about farmers enough, but yeah, the women in that part of the, part of the, part of the sector too, we definitely don't think about that. So really appreciate you bringing that up. You know, we're sort of going to stay with the misconceptions theme or underappreciation theme with this next topic. There are misconceptions out there that agribusiness isn't as digitally savvy as other sectors. I mean, um, Karen and Wendell have already kind of disproven that, but I think we can get into that a little bit more right now. Those beliefs can also include communicators in the space, and I know that's not true either. I'd love to give both of you the floor now to discuss just how advanced this sector is in embracing and using technology to bolster not only broader operations, but the comms function as well. And uh, Karen, I think I'm going to start with you on that one. Yeah, as you just mentioned, you know, when you think about digital and technology savvy, it's not just how we communicate about it, but it's also how we're bringing food and fiber to to the world. Um, and agriculture has always been very technology advanced. Um, that's how they're able to feed the world, even though the population continues to grow, is because they're finding ways to do more with less and, and more sustainable over the last probably decade or so, a lot of the high-tech companies have actually entered into the agriculture space and brought a lot of new innovations to it. There's a, a wide variety of tools out there that you would have never really thought of in the past. Something is that's kind of more mainstream at this point, which is using satellite and drone imagery combined with software and in looking at overlaying that with weather data and the inputs the farmer is actually putting on the field to generate reports to him to guide him on exactly how to treat that field in the more sustainable manner. 
There's also um, tags that are put on animals and animal production that generates health data back to the computer for the farmer so they can get ahead of health issues within a herd. Um, and then there's things that are out there that are still in their infancy, such as robots that are going to be able to weed the field, which really reduces on the inputs the farmer is going to have to have. So there's no shortness of technology out there in the field. But one of the things that when you look at technology as far as communications, that our clients in the ag industry have to face, that our other clients in B2B, uh, like such as advanced manufacturing, that don't face quite as much, is there is a um, real issue with broadband internet in rural areas. According to the FCC, 80% of the 24 million households that have struggle with broadband internet is in rural areas. And that's where our customers are. That's where our farmers are. And that's where our retail partners are. So we have to look at how do we bring the communication to them in a digital manner, but also circumvent some of those issues. And we also have a large older population within agriculture too, that we also have to cater to. So it's often a combination of digital communications as well as some forms of traditional communications as well so that we can get the message out to our customers as a whole. Thank you for that, Karen. And I really do appreciate that you talked about the unique challenge that people, um, communicators and the farmers and all the people in the space have with the broadband issues. Because again, sitting here as someone in New York, I probably would never think about that, but clearly it's an important, clearly it's an important issue. Wendell, obviously I want to let you tackle this technology uh, situation as well. I appreciate that. And as Karen mentioned, science is everywhere in agriculture. And, you know, when I think about some of the topics Karen talked about, one of the things that resonated with me is that farming isn't a gut feeling. Farming is about sound science. And when I say that, I'm talking about from almost cradle to grave. When we start with the seed and looking at the hybrid or the variety, it's science that determines, you know, what will work best out in that field. When you start looking at the genetics of the seed, when you start looking at how do you protect that seed to maximize its potential, to maximize its yield. When you even look at the science of planting as well as the science of harvesting in terms of the equipment that's used, you know, Karen mentioned the satellites and the robots and other components that can help agriculture. Science is everywhere. And so, like you mentioned earlier, there's a misperception that there might be some antiquated components of it. There's nothing about agriculture that's antiquated. Agriculture is constantly evolving. Agriculture is on the cusp of advancements in a variety of places that we utilize even beyond agriculture. And so because agriculture in itself is so technology advanced, we have to also be that way within our communications. When we start looking at our customers and our audiences, um, digital is evolving constantly, the way in which they consume information. And we have individuals within agriculture who have a voracious appetite for absorbing information, for reading, for hunting for information, because they have to stay um, up to date with the latest trends and things of that nature, which requires us to do so as well. You know, one of the things I think about is within Syngenta, we have been embarking upon a digital evolution of sorts, where we've been challenging ourselves, looking at our communications and how we can continue to evolve, looking at it not only within the ag industry, but also outside the ag industry, to ensure that our audiences and our customers are getting the information they need in the way they need, in the time that they need, in the manner that they need. And this can range all the way from, as we mentioned earlier, social media and blogs and virtual events, which I think we've all become even more adept with within the last uh, year or so. Mm -hmm. But as Karen mentioned also, we have to balance that with some of the traditional as well because agriculture has such a diverse audience 
And that audience, oftentimes, they are in places where they have difficulty with um, broadband. So how do we ensure we get information to everyone? How do we balance the need of, um, of society with the need we have to communicate? So it's a journey. It's one that we are partnering with our customers and audience on a daily basis. And I appreciate the manner in which we're trying to do so and the manner they're asking us to do so, which is being thoughtful, which is being engaging, and which is also being collaborative in that process. Excellent. You know, since we're talking about the future, I do have to ask you guys something. Um, let's say, look two or three years down the road. Do you see this broadband issue in some of the rural areas being alleviated a little bit? Or is this a problem that might be, that might be um, concerning to this industry for a few years, for a few years down the road? I, I do believe, I know in the 2018 Farm Bill, there was significant funding put towards it. And there's some initiatives going on, um, councils within the government, and some of the corporations, too, are helping fund to really get the broadband up in rural areas. The unfortunate thing is we're a big country. We've got a lot of land. And when you look at rural, the reason they're rural is there's a lot of space between, you know, the farms that are out there and, and the small towns that are out there. So it's a lot of geography to cover. But I do think that our, our government and our corporations are taking it serious and really trying to um, increase that. And certainly the, the pandemic put a spotlight on it as well. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Wendell, any thoughts? No, I agree totally with what Karen said. You know, the government is very much so um, involved and also concerned and looking for ways to improve that. And as mentioned with the pandemic, it did put a spotlight on it. You know, we're talking about agriculture here, but with the pandemic, there was a lot of issues and opportunity for from an educational perspective when you start looking at virtual learning. So I think that has even heightened the need as well as the the inefficiencies in some areas with um, broadband. So I think uh, within the next few years, we'll see it grow. We haven't seen it grow steadily, but our hope is that it will grow more quickly. And we feel that is in play to do so. You know, I got to be honest with you, once we, you know, this conversation has really put a spotlight on the fact that while the last year plus has just been terrible in so many ways, I do think when we look back on it, I do think we will have learned a lot and not just about from, not just from a healthcare standpoint, about real gaps that we have in various sectors and, you know, daily realities. And, you know, those things will be improving, you know, who knows, maybe if this didn't happen, you know, some of the improvements that we've already made that are going to be in the near future would never have happened. So if there's a silver lining, I guess we could take it from that. But anyway, that's just me opining. Final topic today I want to talk about is a trust in purpose. And this is obviously a major consideration for everyone out there, regardless of sector, but I certainly want to talk about it within the, within a conversation on agribusiness. So trust and purpose, the pandemic has only amplified the importance of these two factors. Brands must have the trust of consumers to be successful. And consumers now demand that brands not only are good corporate citizens, but that every aspect of their operations espouses that. What are brands in the ag space doing to not only meet these consumer demands, but communicate effectively that they are doing so? And Wendell, I think I'm going to start with you on this one. Okay, Gideon. Um, So within Syngenta, our purpose can be, um, I guess, qualified or defined in a few words, which is bringing plant potential to life. That's what we do on a daily basis, and um, that's what we're committed to doing. But to make that purpose come alive, as you mentioned, we have to have trust. And when I say trust, we have to have trust of the general society as well as our customers. And when I think of trust, I think of it on several different levels. I think of trust being transparent. 
I think of trust being collaborative. I think of trust also being accountable. And so when I think of transparency, I think of some of the things we're doing with initiatives such as our sustainability initiatives, where we're, we're assisting not just the U.S., but the world at large in terms of how do you work to start reducing the carbon footprint within agriculture? How do you assist small stakeholders and farmers um, so that they can have you know, thriving crops? How can you also be transparent with the information that we're gathering? We have an initiative also called the Good Growth Plan, where we have publicly made commitments and sharing the results of those commitments in terms of data uh, and science. So with the trust, we're trying to ensure that we're being transparent. In addition to that, Kitty, and also I mentioned collaboration and how we're trying to collaborate with partners. And partners can range from other ad companies such as ourselves. It can also include customers. Um, it can also include uh, universities. So we have a variety of partnerships where we're trying to advance agriculture as a whole, not just looking at it selfishly from, from an organization perspective, but societal. How can we advance agriculture? Because we know by doing so, it helps everyone. So we have a variety of consortiums that we're involved in, and uh, we work very diligently with industry relations and other areas within, um, within the U.S. and outside. And then lastly, when I talk about accountability, you started off something that's very near and dear to me, which is corporate citizenship. And within Syngenta, we really are trying to ensure that we uh, give a voice to certain uh, societal opportunities that we've been facing. How do we ensure that we are good community partners? How do we invite society into our organization to see what we're doing, whether that's dealing with diversity and inclusion, whether that's dealing with um, helping to feed and, and, and help areas that are, are dealing with you know, inadequate food. And in addition to that, with that accountability, how do we also start from an inside out approach? It's not just about communicating to the masses, but how do we also work within and ensure our employees know who we are as an organization that we're walking the walk and talking the talk. And so that way they can also be ambassadors. So those are some ways that we're trying to engender trust within our organization as well as outside so that people can see that we're not just talking a purpose, but we're actually living the purpose. You know, Wendell, if you don't do this already, I think you have a future as an adjunct professor. That was very good. I wasn't taking notes because you can't do that on screen. It doesn't look good. That was very good, though. Karen, it's a tough act to follow, but I'm sure, you could, I'm sure you can do it. So I'll turn it over to you. Well, I'm just going to reinforce what Wendell just said, because he gave a lot of great examples of how companies in this industry are being more vocal. You know, as, as a whole, not to generalize, but the ag industry over the, the decades has been relatively quiet. They tend to focus on what they're doing. They're focused on the science. They're doing a lot of things like sustainability, as Wendell discussed, but they didn't necessarily talk publicly about it that much. And there has been a real emphasis put on letting everybody know who they are, let them know all the activities that they're they're doing in the industry to advance it, to to help humankind. As Wendell touched on, there's still a great deal of while the world produces enough food to feed everyone, there's a lot of people who are still starving across the world and even, you know, are um, really looking for food in this country and don't have access to it like they should. Um, so being able to to address that as well and and build trust across the, the industry and across consumers in, in what they're doing and how the food is raised. You know, when, when I did the last webcast on, on financial services, I was talking about how perhaps separate from health, everyone cares about their money almost more than anything else. And that's why that sector is so important. But you know what? 
I hope today's session, if nothing else, makes everyone realize that agribusiness is a sector that really impacts everybody because we don't eat without them. And um, if we don't eat, we don't live. So do you think agribusiness is important? Do you think the future counts on agribusiness? certainly does. And with leaders like Wendell and Karen, I think we're also in extremely good hands. Honestly, Wendell and Karen, that was terrific. A great opportunity to focus on such an important sector that doesn't always get the focus that it should. Thank you both so much for sharing your perspectives and taking the time from what I know are very busy schedules to speak with me today. And thanks, of course, to GNS for making this event possible with its support. And thanks to all of you out there for joining as well. Be on the lookout in a few weeks' time for the third installment in the GNSPO Week Reshaping the Future series. The sector we focus on next time will be healthcare. Until then, this is Gideon Fiddles, I'm Magic Editor of PR Week, wishing you all a great rest of the day. Thank you so much. Thank you.